But our last teller of the night um, is somebody who I've come to enjoy quite a bit, and I'm super glad that Shape's coming back. Welcome to the stage, Rosie. Thank you, thank you. Many, many years ago, my parents signed me up for something called an Outward Bound Excursion. Anybody heard of that before? Okay, so it's similar to Knowles, if you haven't heard of Outward Bound. And basically what it is is you pay money to people to take you outside. And, but in the best way. And I'm going to lower this a little bit because I'm, I'm a little person. And so my parents signed me up for this Outward Bound excursion. And they did because my dad went on an Outward Bound excursion about four months prior, and he had loved it. And so he decided to sign my sister and I up for these trips, and I was not having it. The only thing I had a say in is, is the destination. And so you're going to have to forgive me for this. But this was many, many years ago. When I was 15, there was something that was very popular that took place in Washington State. And, and some of you young ladies here will know exactly what I'm talking about. But I chose to go to Washington State for my Outward Bound excursion because that's where Twilight took place. <laughs> All right, all right, enough, enough, enough. I was shallow. I was, I was 15. We're going to have to be forgiving. And so I decided I want to go to Washington State because that was, if I didn't have much of a say in the fact that I was going, I wanted to have a say in where I was going. So I did decide to go there. And my mom flew out with me, and she flew to Seattle with me because that's where we were going to be picked up, at the Seattle airport. That's where our group was meeting. And I was really ambivalent about this. I, I, I didn't really want to go. I didn't get it. Because when I looked online, I saw the testimonials from parents. And they were like, thank you so much to, to Outward Bound for Johnny. Because when he got arrested, he went on his Outward Bound excursion and he found a real purpose for his life. And I was like, uh, that's not me. I wasn't a delinquent. I didn't get in trouble. I didn't drink. I didn't do drugs. I wasn't doing anything that was illegal. And I was like, what the, what the hell, guys? Why am I going on this trip? I'm not, I'm not outdoorsy. I can't do this. And yet they sent me on this trip. And, and my dad was so excited. He's like, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. So my mom goes out with me. And we're in Seattle. And we're, we're walking around. And we get dinner at the Space Needle. And I'm, I'm vacillating between, oh my gosh, it's Seattle. And we're walking around. We're sightseeing. And the, having my arms crossed in front of me like, hmm, beyond my mom. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I'm not having any fun. And we get to the airport when we're, we're supposed to be dropped off with the bigger group. And I'm, I'm really scared. I'm really afraid at this point. And I say goodbye to my mom. And, and in talking with her, actually, right before I told her I was telling this story, I said, you know, it seemed like you, you were really reticent to leave me. And she said, yeah, I, I feel bad for you. But I also knew that, like, you would get over it. You'd be fine. And I'm like, thanks, mom. That's really reassuring. Thank you for that. She dropped me off, and I was in a group with four guys, six guys and, and four girls, and then the two co-leaders. I didn't know anybody. I was 15 years old. I didn't, I didn't know anybody. There was no need for me to know anybody. I didn't need to make more friends. I didn't need to learn my, my way in life. I was like, I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get it done, and I'm going to go home. We get to the base camp, and we get our packs 
and we get our sleeping bags and we learn about everything that we're going to take with us and it's and it's really great uh except that it's not really great because we have to carry all the food that we're going to take with us for two weeks and you can maybe anticipate how much that weighs dispersed upon uh, upon 12 people but it's a lot of freaking food and we're eating a lot of rice and beans so it's like it's pretty dense and we're, we're getting ready for this and, and I'm still not totally into it, but I'm meeting other people in my group and I'm, and I'm learning more about other people and they're from California and they're from Montana and they're from Massachusetts and they're from Wyoming and Washington and, and okay, I'm getting a little bit more comfortable. Part of my excursion, it's, it's two full weeks. So the first week is hiking, backpacking, and the second week is canoeing. One thing you should know about a two-week excursion in, in Washington, we're in the North Cascades Mountain Range, if, you're, if you've heard of it, but when you're, when you're on an outdoor excursion, you're not showering for two weeks. It's a really fun party fact. <laughs> when I go to parties and I'm like, I haven't showered for two weeks. That's the longest I've gone. And people are like, that's really disgusting. Why are you sharing that? And I'm like, because it's really fucking cool. But I didn't shower for two weeks. And it got to me. Trust me. But we're hiking, and that's the first week that we're doing. And, and we have to hike 60 miles in these five days. And, and so you can kind of calculate that. It's anywhere from 8 to 12 miles in a day. And uh, I'm learning a lot of things along the way. So one of the things that I learn is when you're hiking and you're, when you're on these expeditions, uh, the backpack that you've got, you know, you're carrying your food for two weeks. So it's about 40 pounds. And if you can imagine me when I'm 15, maybe don't imagine too hard, but I'm 15 years old and I've got this 40-pound pack on me and I feel like an ant because I'm carrying this weight. And I almost feel like I'm like this when I walk forward. Because I've got enough food in my pack, and I've got my sleeping bag for fucking two weeks, and it, and it's really heavy, and it's really heavy. It's heavier than I've ever carried before, but they, but they know this. That that that's why they set us up with these packs, and so I'm carrying this weight. But another thing that's really important to know when you go on a hiking excursion is, uh, you should you should really be aware of your hiking boots, and you should probably break them in before you go hiking. That's something that I didn't think of. So as I'm hiking, you can feel my feet in these boots. And I, I'm wearing my socks. I'm wearing my two pairs that I'm allowed to bring on the trip. And I can feel my feet just throbbing and aching with pain. And each night, I'm pulling my socks off to, to expose new blisters. And they're bloody and they're gross. And they're, and they're like just waiting to be prodded and, and, and covered and, and disinfected and they're disgusting. And you know, it's no it's no first aid kit that mom provides at home. It's it's a first aid kit that you are provided on an outward bound excursion. We're hiking eight to ten eight to twelve miles a day and, and we know that there's this one day where we're gonna hike about twelve miles. And that's many of you who have hiked before or run before quite frankly, know that 12 miles isn't that bad. But when you have a group of uh, 10, 14 to 16-year-olds, it's a little bit of a feat. And when you have a bunch of 14 to 16-year-olds who are pretty cranky and they're carrying 40-pound packs, it's going to take you a while. So 12 miles ends up taking a lot of time. I'm, I'm hiking, and, 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 and the different roles kind of switch depending where you are on the line. So the first person is the navigator 
not a really hard job because the trails are already made. You don't really have to figure out where you're going. You maybe have to choose left or right. It's not very difficult. So the navigator, and then you've got the person behind them who has the compass, and they figure out, oh, are we headed in the right direction? Well, yeah, I guess so. We already know where we're going. But the co-leaders, they were very generous. We had one co-leader in the front, you know, the adults, one co-leader in front and one co-leader at the back. And there was this moment where the co-leader was at the back. Megan, she was the co-leader. She was at the back, and she was such a trooper. She was, she was following up in the rear. And then I was the second to last, and I was not a trooper at all. I did not think this through. So if you know anything about hiking, the person in the back, no, you don't, you don't get, a, you don't get a, like a, a, a break in terms of hiking because a lot can happen between the first person in line who's taking their time, you know, and the 12th person in line. So I was hauling it, and I'm 15 years old, and I'm hiking in the back, and my feet hurt, and my pack is heavy, and I start to cry. I just start to cry, and tears are coming down my face, and I haven't showered in about six or seven days, and I'm just crying, and I'm hiking, and my feet hurt, and I'm walking in front of me, and my pack is heavy, and I'm hungry, and I'm cranky, and I'm tired, and I want to go home, and my feet hurt, and I'm hungry, and I can feel my stomach rubbling, and my feet hurt, and I'm tired, and I just want to go to bed, and my feet hurt, and all of a sudden, we reach our base camp, and we finally get there, and we're at the bottom of the hill, and it's covered in trees, and it's really beautiful, and we set up our tarps. That's part of our job. Uh, we set up the tarps or we get ready for, for dinner. And some people are getting ready for dinner, which, of course, is going to be rice and beans again. And uh, we get ready for rice and beans, and we set up the tarps. I'm sitting on the, the log, and I'm not crying anymore. But, but what happens when you, when you end up not showering for about six or seven days is you get dirt on your face. When you have tears flowing down, you get these tear streaks that go through the dirt on your face. My friend Sarah, who's from California, she, she looks over at me and she says, are you okay? And I go, I'm okay. My feet just really hurt. And she's like, do you want me to rub your feet for you? And before I can answer, she's already at my feet. She's untying my boots. She's taking them off. She's taking my socks off. And she's rubbing my blistered, bloody feet. She is 14 years old. She is rubbing my feet as I am at this base camp. Kurt Hahn, who founded Outward Bound, said, there is more to us than we know. If we can be made to see it, perhaps for the rest of our lives, we would be unwilling to settle for anything less. And it was in that moment that I knew when my parents sent me on this trip. My dad knew that on this trip, I would discover that there was so much more than I knew to my 15-year-old self. That I discovered in, in the, the 14, 15, 16-year-old people that I was with, and I wasn't so angry. And there were moments that, that preceded that that were, that were just so full of beauty and where I realized, I can do this. And it was starting at that moment, just like Kurt Hahn said, that I realized the potential that I was capable of. And ever since that moment, 
I have been chasing that. And I'm so grateful that my parents let me the opportunity to do that. Thank you. Thank you. Let's keep it going for Rosie.